9, I am the door. By that, he was giving us great, great hope because in our sin, there is a barrier, there is a wall, if you please, with no door that separates us from God. There is no climbing over it. There is no going around it. We are separated from God. And Christ came to break down the middle wall of partition and give us access to God, and he is the door. In coming as the door, he opens to us salvation. Doors are unique. They let people in, they keep people out, they keep people in. And what we're celebrating today is the fact that this barrier that is there now has a door And it is a singular door. Jesus said, I am the door. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. He alone is the door because he alone is the creator. He alone is the lawmaker. He alone is the judge. And he alone can provide forgiveness of sins And be the Savior. Christ alone has the authority for forgiveness. It is the the door that delivers us from our own condemnation, from the condemnation of sin, from the penalty of sin, from the power of sin, and someday from the very presence of sin, where sin will no longer be present. And it is only through that door. Many people come to the door, they look at it, they stumble over it, meaning how could this be the the only way? But we understand this is the only way to salvation. It is not a church, it is not a baptism, it is Jesus Christ alone. And that's what we're celebrating. Christ came and now there is a way to the Father. The door has been opened to us through Jesus Christ alone. And it's not of works that we do. It is purely a gift that is given to us, the door. It is the door to salvation, but it's so much more than that. It is the door to a shepherd. He said in John 10, I am the door. If any man enters by me, he will be saved. And we'll go in and out and find pasture. He also said, I am the great shepherd. Christ coming opens the door for every one of us and any one of us to enjoy the personal care of God. No one knows you like God knows you. And he says, I want to come into your life I want to personally lead you. I want to personally provide for you. I want to personally be your companion. God never intended anyone to go through this life alone. He intended to be our shepherd. He intended to be the one that guides us and directs us and empowers us. God, as our shepherd, leads us. He feeds us. He protects us. He corrects us. 
But we can say, as the psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. And as the song said, all is well. Isn't that amazing? That he's opened to us this privilege of him as our shepherd, that in the midst of a world that at times seems like it's falling apart, it can still all be well in us because we know the Lord is my shepherd. I have fellowship with him. As our, as our shepherd, we have a responsibility to follow. He'll lead, but as sheep, our responsibility is to follow him, is to obey him, is to stay close. You think of it. It's incredible that God provides the door for salvation, forgiveness of sin that we can go through. And yet he says that he has to stand at the door of our heart and knock and seek admission to us. Do you understand? Only you can walk through that door and only you can allow God to shepherd you. You have the privilege to go your own way, do your own thing, or you have the privilege of allowing God to shepherd you because he is the door. It opened up, opened to us salvation. It opened to us the privilege to have a shepherd. And thirdly, it opens to us many opportunities. John chapter 10 and verse 10 says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have life, and that you might have it abundantly. Christ opens the door to us of an abundant life, full of opportunities of service, full of opportunities to glorify Him, because it is God, Philippians 2.13, God which is at work in us, both to give us the desire and the power to do His will. So He gives us the opportunity he gives us the blessings, that um, physical blessings that he gives us to be managers, stewards of. He gives us the privilege of marriage and a family and extended family. He gives us the privilege of living in this great country. Those are all gifts of God. Those are all opportunities that God gives us. He gives us the opportunity to grow. Um, Great opportunities for growth are often disguised as obstacles. But when we see God in them, and that he's opened the door to us for growth, everything that comes into your life can be an opportunity for growth. It can be an opportunity to serve. It can be an opportunity to know God's power in your life. Mary came and the angel said, you are highly favored, you are the handmaid of the Lord. And she responded by saying, after she heard the angel say, these things are impossible with man, but they are possible with God. Mary said, be it unto me as unto the handmaid of the Lord. I'm willing to be your servant. That's the, that's the same spirit that God desires in our hearts. And once we enter into Christ, then we have the opportunity to lay up for ourselves eternal rewards. You think of it. Anything in this life, um, 
presents that have already been opened. Some are probably already broken, right? But most of them probably won't live to see next Christmas, okay? Some of you are already planning to take them back tomorrow, right? Or you're going to re-gift some of them. Or they'll be broken or obsolete or out of date. But in Christ, we have rewards that are eternal, that will never pass away. The opportunities that God gives. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You will never know what God can do in your life or through your your life until you open the door of your heart and let him have access to every aspect of your life. John Wesley said, don't seek to do something great. Don't seek a ministry, but anticipate the fruit of a disciplined life. Do you understand what that is? Just walking with God in a disciplined manner, obeying God, God will open opportunities to you that you could never dream of. And so what we're celebrating here today, we're celebrating, I am not locked in a cage with no door, separated from God forever. No, a door has been opened to me. And as I enter into Christ, I can have forgiveness of sin and know that I am a child of God and will dwell with Him forever. But I also know that as I enter the door, I have Him to shepherd my life. And He will never leave me nor forsake me. I will never be alone. His grace is sufficient for me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And then He opens to us as we allow Him to shepherd us many, many opportunities if we allow Him. So we're celebrating here today, celebrating the Word was made flesh. The Lamb came into the world to take away the sin of the world. The living bread and the living water was given to meet our needs. He is the light to to lighten the darkness and, and to conquer the darkness, as we saw last night. And He is the door. By Him, He that enters will go in and out and find every need met. As we think of this, how do we respond? We ought to respond as the shepherds responded. We ought to respond with great joy as we we understand what God has given to us and understand, go tell it on the mountain. It's our responsibility. This is the greatest news there is. This is the greatest news there possibly can be. And yet oftentimes we fail to understand and rejoice in it, and we fail to share it. So this Christmas, this should be the beginning of saying, you know what? I'm renewed in what this gift is. And by God's grace this coming year, I purpose to go forth and show forth the greatness of God as never before. Let's stand together as we sing the song, Go Tell It on the Mountain. Rejoice.